why are you here? You're here to receive from the Lord. You're here to be filled with his Holy Spirit. You're here to be overflowing. And the Lord says this, it's time for you to be overflowing. The Lord says that there's greater things for your life. There's greater things for 2019. So right now what we're going to do, right in the midst of worship, we're going to surrender. We're not going to play the game. We're not going to play the game that God has to use his crowbar on us. Do you understand what I'm saying? Some of you need to be down here worshiping. I don't know why this isn't filled yet, but it should be. we got to get out of our comforts. Come on. Come on. You're welcome. It's time. It's time. Let's put our hands up. We're going to surrender. I surrender. I surrender, Lord. I surrender everything. You're going to fill us up. You're going to fill us up. You're going to fill us up. Wake within me, you're in my heart forever. 
worship him, right? So what is this saying? It's saying, Jesus, wake me up. <laughs> wake me up. You ready? Come on. With fire in my eyes. Come on, just press in. We're not here to play church. Come on, we want an outpouring of the Holy Ghost.
deeper, just a little deeper. Dig at that well, dig. There's some exchanges going on right now. It's giving beautiful ashes in your worship right now. There's some beautiful ashes right now. He's exchanging. There's an exchange of your sorrows because you. <laughs> come on, come on. That's it. This is what this is. Come on. Would you come up here and you need to worship? Come on, come on. It's all right. Look, look, this is, look it. Let me tell you, what worship is about, it's nothing about us, we know that. It's all about him. And I'm telling you, if you are going through something right now, the greatest time for you to lift up your hands is when you are in warfare, where you are struggling, because I'm gonna tell you something, something beautiful happens. There's like an exchange when you say, I surrender, God, I get to you. So you should be running up to these altars. We're going to contend. We're going to fight. We're going to decree. We're going to right now. Come on.
Lift up your voices. Come on. Come on. Just begin to worship him. Come on. Come on. Press in. Come on. Press in. Come on. Come on. Come on. Dig a little deeper. Come on. Come on. There's nothing we want more. There's nothing we want more. There's nothing we want more. Come on, you sing, you sing, you sing. Come on, sing. There's nothing we want more. There it is, declare it. Come on. There's nothing we want Come on, surrender to him right now. Come on. There's nothing we want more. 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 And overflowing tonight, oh God. Overflow, 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 overflow. Yes, oh God. Overflow. Come on, speak in your heavenly language all across this place. Father, what we want tonight is a fresh outpouring. How many have come here from afar and you're desperate? Some of you come and you said, this is it for me. God, I have to see you do something. This was like your last, like your last thing, like I'm done now. If it doesn't work here, if something doesn't happen here, if something doesn't change, I'm done. I don't know who you are. There's several of you in this place. <laughs> Several of you, many of you in here, God wants you to get out of your comfort zone right now, right here. As we continue on to tomorrow, <laughs> if we come here with that religious attitude, mindset, let's get this out right now. Let's get it out. Because God can't operate through religion. <laughs> 
He can't operate through that. He operates through a heart that's surrendered to him. Come on. You could have came in here, tore him to the floor. But as long as you come now and you just say, God, I surrender. And he is faithful to forgive you. That is so amazing about his grace. We're going to declare this in the house right now. And for this conference until tomorrow and until you go home, God, we need a fresh outpouring. If that's you, come on, lift your hands up. We will send this day just like you said you would. Your word is not in vain. Our hearts reach in heavenward. Fresh out. Him, everyone, we need a shower. Unleash a fresh We need a fresh shower. Unleash a fresh As temporary things, let glory invade this earth. Your power on display, our hearts looking heavenward.
I really, as we were singing that song, I need to get out of the something here. Here we go. As we were singing that song, the Lord said, some of you in this room have had the worst year of your life in 2018. And there's something we're going to do. For those of you that said, you know what, maybe you've had some real tragedy happen. Maybe you had some real pain. The Lord says, I want my outpouring to touch your pain. I want my outpouring to touch you. And you know what I want to do is I want to part the waters a little bit here. And if that's you, you say, you know what, I have had a horrible year. I've had tragedy. I've had unexpected, terrible disappointments. I want you to raise your hand. Then I want you to come right here because we're going to do something for you. I want you to stand right in here. Right at, You're going to be standing in the middle. Come on. Stand, get in a straight line right here, right in front of me. We're going to do something. If, if this is you, the rest of us are going to do something. We're going to sing around you. We're going to sing around you. The Lord says, you know what? I want to fill you. I want to touch that pain. I want to touch that sorrow. I want to take off that burden of heaviness. Some of you got some burden of heaviness. You got some burden of heaven. Come on, all the rest of you. You're going to get out of your seats. We're not, we're not playing church. We're going to get out of our seats. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to lay hands on these people. I want you to lay hands on them. And I want us to sing that song, Fresh Out Pouring, over them. We're declaring and decreeing. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on.
You're going to laugh again. You're going to laugh again. You're going to rejoice again. You're going to rejoice again. You're going to rejoice over the enemy. Everything. 
everything. I take everything and I work it together for your good. The Lord says, I am with you. I am with you. I am with you. I have never left you. Even in your darkest moment, I did not leave you. I surrounded you. I am surrounding you now. Receive what I have for you. Drink of my fountain. I am here. I am here. I am here. I am here. My presence is here. It's here to heal. It's here to free. It's here to deliver. It's here to tear off the heaviness. you that your story isn't over the enemy said that it was over but he's a liar he wants you to give up but the lord said it ain't over it ain't over it ain't over until i show up and i have shown up and i have come to i love to rescue my children he says it ain't over when you say it i say it's not over the lord says it's not over the lord says i have come i am the god of hope i am the god of hope look to me fix your eyes on me I am the God of hope. Your story hasn't ended. The Lord says, I have just begun to give you victory. I have just begun to defeat the enemy. I will hand you the head of your enemy, and it shall be your victory. I will hand you the head of your enemy, and it shall be your victory. For I am a good God. I am a good God. I am a good father. I am a loving father. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. It ain't over. It's just begun. It ain't over. It's just begun. It ain't over. It's just begun. It ain't over. It ain't over. It ain't over. It's just begun. I want you to rejoice over the enemy. Right now, I want you to rejoice. Come on, let's rejoice. Let us rejoice. Let us rejoice. Come on, let's hear it. Come on, let's hear it. Let us rejoice. You are a good God, Lord. You are so good. You are so good, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for your presence. We thank you, Lord. 
We thank you, Lord, that you are here. We thank you, Lord, that you are at work. We thank you, Lord, that you see us. You are the God who sees. You are Elroy, the God who sees. Even in the desert, even in our painful place, you see us, Lord. And you do not forsake us, but you meet us there. And you provide answers to us, Lord. So we declare that, Father, tonight over the people. We declare it, Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. This is how I find my battles. 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 Come on. This is how I find my battles. This is how I find my battles. This is how I find my good. Praise the Lord. The Lord is good. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> oh, man, there's some victory in the house. There's victory in the house. 
come on, we're not done. We're just gonna, we're, we're not done yet, you know. I mean, we'll, we'll, we're gonna, we're gonna have some word, but you're not done. We've just only begun. And you're all going to a new level, you know that. Every last one of you are going to a new level in him. Every last one of you. I don't care how long you've been a Christian. I don't care how much you speak in tongues. There's greater for you. There's more for you. There's more for you. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's good. I was using my voice, man. The Lord's good. You're going to help me out tonight. Praise the Lord. The Lord's good. My name is Lynn Willis, and Pastor David and I, we're both pastors here at Crossroads. We have a few, ch many churches represented. This is a, a kind of a summit, a Holy Spirit summit. Many churches represent that wasn't Captivate, an awesome worship team. They'll be back. They'll be back in a few minutes because we're going to have a time of worship in, the, in response to the word of the Lord because the Lord has more for you. We, you have 24 hours. We have 24 hours to just focus and get drenched in the presence of the Lord. But I'm going to tell you, the Lord has something for you. I, you know, I don't really like calling it a conference because when you think of conference, you think of material and information. What I really want you to have is an encounter with the Lord like Jacob did that says, I go away changed. We need to be changed. We need to be transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit. We go from glory to glory to glory, and God has something for you. I spent a lot of time in prayer over this conference and over this summit, over this encounter that we're having with the Lord. And I really believe the Lord has something for us that's greater than ever before. So we're going to get into the word right now. Wow, I, got quite, I don't know if it's just me, but maybe it's just. Come on. Somebody talk to me. God has greater days for you. The Lord spoke the word greater because he's saying the latter shall be greater. God is not done with the church. God is not done with you. You have not arrived, by the way. You have not arrived. God has not yet fulfilled the assignment on your life. The church has an assignment for this generation, and I'm telling, telling you, have you noticed that this generation is a hurting generation? It's a broken generation. There's a lot of bondages in this generation, but the Lord is raising up his church to meet the need because it's not too hard for God. We might receive information from the news and from the world that says it's too hard, but it's not too hard for God. So it's the church has an assignment for this generation, and you... Each one of you have an assignment to reach this generation, and it's time for us to arise. It's time for you to arise. I don't care if you've been a, if you consider yourself a baby Christian. It's time for you to arise. Because we are needed by the world to bring the message of salvation. We are needed by the world to bring the message of healing. We are to be the vessels of the Holy Spirit to the world. And I declare and I believe that this is a prophetic generation. We are the generation of Elisha, the Elisha generation, the generation of a double portion of the Holy Spirit's power. We are the generation of Deborah. We are the generation when Deborah, the, her, her people were such a mess. And she answered the call of God. Actually, Scripture tells us in Judges 5, 7 this. The villagers in Israel would not fight until I, Deborah, arose. You know how significant that passage is? 
it's very significant because that word arose or arise actually is a command. It is a command from God. So in other words, she arose like stand like in the military when they ask you to stand attention to receive the assignment or the command. So she arose to receive the command from God to go and fulfill the assignment. And I'm telling you that this generation, we are a Elisha generation, we are a Deborah generation, that he is calling us to rise. And he, this weekend, this 24-hour period, the Lord is giving you an assignment. He is going to speak to you an assignment to say, I want you to arise to the assignment that I have. And I hope you are writing it down because the Lord is going to speak to you very clearly. No more confusion. No more muddled thought about your purpose. The Lord is asking you to arise to fulfill an assignment. You see, people around us, they don't have the courage to fight. Just like in Deborah's day, the people did not have the courage to fight until the people of God, until the anointed of God said, I will arise. Are you willing to arise? You're here. I believe you. God brought you here because you're willing to arise. And each one of you, he's going to speak. And he's going to remove some barriers because some of us talk ourselves out of arising. Do you hear me? We talk ourselves out of arising. We hear it. We can be in worship. We can be in a moment of, of encounter with the Lord, experience the Holy Spirit, and, we, and we, we hear the call. We hear what God's saying, and then we leave this place. We go into our life, and then we talk ourselves out of it. Or we allow the world or the enemy to talk us out of it. See, the people did not believe that they could have victory. They believed the message of defeat. And even believers, even Christians believe the message of defeat. Got real quiet in here. <laughs> See, because the people that Deborah was ministering to were the people of God. It wasn't people that didn't know God. It was the people of God. So the Lord is calling us to arise for the people of God too. Do you hear us? Do you hear me? So it's time for you to arise. So I say all that because in this 24-hour period, less than 24 hours now, the final service that we have is a commissioning time that the Lord is going to have you speak forth what he is calling you to arise to do. So between now and around 3.30 tomorrow, God is going to speak to you. God is speaking to you right now. He's actually trying to get your attention. And he's going to speak to you. There's many opportunities he's going to use. And you be listening. There, you should not come up here tomorrow and, and say he said nothing because, you know, what, that's not true. He's speaking. It's just, are you listening? And that's what I'm calling you to do tonight is to be awakened, to be listening, to be listening to what the Holy Spirit has. See, it's time for that fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit. The greater days for the church are not behind us. They are here and now. The greater days are not behind us. They are here and now. Haggai 2.9 says this, The glory of this present house will be greater than the glory of the former house, says the Lord Almighty. 
and we declare that prophetically over this, the, you, the people of God, because the Lord is sending a fresh anointing over us. With this fresh outpouring is change. You see, with freshness comes change. A lot of us don't want to change. We don't want to get out of our comfort zone, even in how we worship. Know what this means? Amen, Pastor Lynn. We do that, don't we? And the Lord is calling us to arise and change. See, it's for change in us and therefore change through us. And that's why even from the very beginning, it's about surrender. We can't change unless we surrender. And the truth is no one can force you to surrender. No one, not internally. Maybe externally they can, but not internally. And the Lord is calling us to surrender. And he's going to speak to you. Listen to me. He's going to speak to you about change. He's going to speak to you about an assignment that he has for you in this next 24 hours. And he's going to show you how to fulfill the assignment through change. Right. See, he has given you the power. He has given you power. John 14, 12 says this, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things. So the fresh outpouring that we're talking about is renewal. The fresh outpouring that we're talking about is redemption of things. The fresh outpouring is revival, or revival is means to be made alive. That's what we're talking about. That's why we're here, because the Lord is awakening you to hear him. There's an assignment. He's saying, stand at attention. I'm going to tell you the assignment, and then you're going to go out, and you're going to bring victory to people. You're going to bring victory to people. One thing, and I said it over the people that, that were uh, up this uh, aisle that we were praying over. The Lord spoke it to my heart so clear while I was praying today that the Lord says, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to hand you the head of your enemy, and you can say it's your victory. I'm going to hand you the head of your enemy. We are not to be afraid of the enemy or the enemies that are around us. He is giving us a fresh anointing, a fresh outpouring in our life. He is awakening you to that. He's bringing you to a new depth. He's bringing you to a new hearing. He's causing your ears to hear the word of the Lord. He's causing your eyes to see what the Lord wants. That's what it's about this weekend. Listen, it's not about me being articulate. It's not about you being impressed. It's not anything. It's about God changing us and God giving us assignment. And I don't care how messy it may be to get you there. I'll get messy. I'll cry off all my mascara. I'll get my hair on. I don't care. I don't care. I want the things of God, and I want the outpouring, and I want us changed, and I want us transformed, and I want us empowered to leave this place and bring renewal and victory and freedom and healing to people. So, how is God going to transform us during this time? I got four things. The Lord is going to give you a shout in your bones. The Lord is going to give you a shout in your bones. Some of you have lost your shout. Ooh, that's a good one. 
Some of you have lost your shout of victory, and God is going to put a fresh shout in your bones. And you know where I'm coming from on this. You know the story of Jericho, the first battle of the promised land. The people have wandered. They have waited in the desert. They have been disciplined in the desert. And they have even learned some things in the desert. But finally, it came time for them to come into the promised land. And they come to their first battle. And Joshua is the leader. He's actually a pretty new leader at this. And he goes and inquires of the Lord. See, before we ever do battles, we want to inquire of the Lord. And that's what this 24-hour period is about. We're inquiring of the Lord. And he inquires of the Lord as, before he goes into his first battle. And this is what Joshua 5, 13 says. Now, when Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up and saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand. Joshua went up to him and asked, are you for us or for our enemies? Neither, he replied, but as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. Then Joshua fell face down to the ground in reverence and asked him, what message does my Lord have for his servant? The commander of the Lord's army replied, take off your sandals, change. Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy. And Joshua did so. See, Joshua takes off his sandals as he encounters the Lord because he, re he realizes the holiness of receiving the assignment. This is a holy time. He realizes the holiness of receiving the assignment. And God is saying, do you recognize this is a holy time for you? This is a holy time. Because I'm going to give you an assignment. See, do you realize the power that's going forth from heaven right now to give you this assignment? Do you realize the power that's going forth from heaven to give you this assignment? See, Joshua had been with Moses many years. See, and now it's Joshua's turn to lead and to obey. And the Lord has spoken to him and given him a strategy. And now Joshua is to completely obey him. Joshua 6.16 tells us what happens when they go to Jericho. You know the story, most of you in this room, that the assignment is, is that they're supposed to go around six times Quiet, silent, six, once each day for six days. And then on the seventh day, they go around seven times. Joshua 6, 16 says this. The seventh time around, when the priest sounded the trumpet blast, Joshua commanded the army, shout, for the Lord has given you the city. Joshua 6, 20 says, and when the trumpets sounded, the army shouted, and at the sound of the trumpet, when the men gave a loud shout, the wall collapsed. So everyone charged straight in, and they took the city. Tonight is the night for you to shout, for the Lord is giving you territory. Tonight is the night for you to shout, for the Lord is giving you territory. Because when the people shouted, the walls came down. The breakthrough happened. The fortress was destroyed. They had fully obeyed the assignment, and they lifted their voice and shouted. The shout was within them. The shout was the breath that was in them. The shout was what broke the silence as they were waiting for victory. Some of you have been waiting for victory. 
And I believe the Lord just put this on my heart. God, I'm putting a shout in you because it's time for you to see your victory. See, the victory was already there. The victory was there every day. It was already waiting to happen. But the Lord is saying, now I'm putting a shout in you. I'm putting a shout in you. I'm putting a new shout in you. It's time for you to enter into your promised land. Some of you, you might think being in the promised land is easy street. It means that I'm in easy street now. I'm out of the desert and into the promised land, but that's not the truth. See, some of us think that when we encounter a battle, I'm not supposed to be there. That means I need to leave. That means that's not where I'm supposed to be because I'm in battle. But that's not the way Scripture's written. You see, in the promised land, there were many battles. And in the promised land, we fight the giants. And it's the enemy that wants us to believe the lie that when the battle comes, that we need to run the other way. But the truth is this. The Lord is commanding you to enter into your promised land. The Lord is commanding you to confront your fear. The Lord is commanding you to get out of your desert. The Lord is commanding you to get out of your comfort zone. For some of us has been in our comfort zone way too long. We've, we've acclimated to the desert. We've decided, you know what, the desert isn't so bad, and the Lord is calling you out of the desert. He's saying to you tonight, the latter shall be greater. Your desert is not your destiny. You have hidden the desert way too long. You have held the desert too close to your heart. You have held the desert too close to your heart. And you have grown accustomed to your desert. And the Lord is calling you out to face the battle to put a shout in you so that you defeat the enemy. You are to take your promise. I am tired. I am tired as a pastor of seeing people living in their desert. I am tired of them acclimating to their desert. It's time for you to step out of your desert and get into your promise and face those fears Face those fears because the Lord has promised to you that he has given to you the head of your enemy and that you will have victory. So tonight, the Lord is saying, you know what? It's holy ground. Take off your shoes. It's holy ground. I have an assignment for you. I'm calling you out of your desert, and I'm going to put a shout in you. And that shout is going to cause the enemy to tremble, just like the people of Jericho trembled. The enemy is going to tremble when you get your shout going on. You got to get your shout going on. And you got to obey with your shout. See, when they shouted, they were obeying God. It's time. It's time. Tonight, the Lord is putting a shout in your bones. He's putting the breath of God in your bones for a shout. And those shouts are going to tear down the walls second thing that the Lord's going to do, he's going to put fire in your bones. He's going to put shout, and he's going to put fire in you. Mosley. Fuego, fuego, fuego. Some of you, we're trying our Spanish here, and we didn't, we, we didn't do very well. Some of you allowed the wet blanket of the world to, to snuff the fire in your bones. You've allowed the, the blanket the wet blanket of the world. Some of you have allowed the dirt of the world to snuff the fire in your bones. Some of you have allowed the spit or the saliva of the world to spit on the fire 
in your bones. Some of you have allowed the wind of the world to blow out the fire in your bones. But the Lord is saying, I have come to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. See, that's what Scripture said. Don't have enough fired up Christians. That's not what the Scripture says. I'm saying it. <laughs> scripture says that he wants you baptized in the Holy Spirit and fire. Matthew 3.11, I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me, this is John the Baptist speaking, but after me comes one who is more powerful than I, who is Jesus, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. And Jesus came to do that. He sent his Holy Spirit. And on Acts 2, 2 through 4, this is what it says. Because he baptized the people in the fire, in the Holy Spirit and fire. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. Seating. sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Listen, Jesus came to baptize us with the Holy Spirit and with fire, and with fire. There was a prophet in the Old Testament by the name of Jeremiah who understood what it was to have fire in his bones. Jeremiah 29 says this, But if I say I will not mention his word or speak any more in his name, his word is in my heart like a fire, a fire shut up in my bones. I am weary of holding it in. Indeed, I cannot. Listen. Jeremiah didn't have easy street. His mission or assignment that God gave to him was not easy street. It was a difficult thing to do. But God wanted to put his fire in Jeremiah. He put his word in Jeremiah. And Jeremiah could not prevent it from coming forth because it was fire in his bones. You know what? The Lord wants to baptize us in fire because we will be given difficult assignments. You see, Jeremiah was not liked. Read the book of Jeremiah. He was not liked by the people. He was rejected by the people. He wasn't part of the cool crowd. But the Lord gave him fire in his bones. And that fire caused him to be able to fulfill the assignment that he had given to him. To be able to speak the words of God, even when he didn't feel like it. You know what? We're not going to feel like doing our assignment that God has given sometimes. It's no fun. It's no fun sometimes to be rejected. It's no fun to be uh, made fun of. But the Lord is saying, I'm going to give you fire in your bones. I'm going to give you fire in your bones. Because the fire is the warmth of the Holy Spirit saying, you got this. You got this. I'm with you. You're not alone. The fire was confirmation that there is somebody greater than yourself. That somebody is with you. That God Almighty is with you. See, when we have fire in our bones, we can fulfill the assignment God gives us. And the Lord wants to baptize us in fire. God wants to baptize us in fire. And we are to obey what the, Lord, the assignment the Lord has given to us. But you know what we need? We need that fire. Because that helps us to obey. When it gets difficult, it helps us to obey. We're able to lay ourselves down 
when we have the fire of God in our bones. It's interesting. I don't know how many of you ever watch housing shows, but HGTV is one of my favorite. Raise your hands. Come on. Anybody like that? Ah, we got some few here. Yeah. Well, they have something that they do, and this does have to do. We're not doing a commercial on HGTV, by the way. But there's, there's something that the Japanese created, and it's called Shu Sugi Ban. How many of you know what that is? It's a technique, right? It's a technique of, uh, it's a Japanese wood burning technique where the fire weathers the wood so that it is strengthened and becomes immune to the weather. So they actually take a torch and they burn the wood. And then what they can do with the wood is put it outside. And weather cannot harm it or penetrate it. It strengthens the wood. So when you got fire, it's the Holy Spirit strengthening you so that no matter what climate he puts you in, no matter if it's a storm, if it's cold, if it's snowy, if it's hot, blazing hot, it doesn't matter because you're going to be able to withstand it because you have fire in your bones. That's why we need to be full of the fire of God because he has given it to us to strengthen us. So tonight the Lord says, I'm putting fire in your bones. I'm putting a shout in your bones. I'm going to put a fire in your bones. And I'm also going to put life in your bones. It's funny because we were, we were praying together, the team together, the prayer teams and stuff. And everybody was preaching my sermon, by the way, the Holy Spirit. So I know this is what the Holy Spirit said because everybody was preaching it in the prayers. Like, and the Lord says that you're like Lazarus. Yeah. And I was like, okay, we're at Lazarus now. Next, next, next. So, so I'm telling you that. The reason why I'm telling you that is this is not about me telling you something. It's about the Lord telling you because he has confirmed it everywhere with people who have no idea what's going to be preached tonight. See, it is the day for resurrection. Right? See, the word came forth. So when the word comes forth multiple times, the Lord is repeat, repeat, repeat. And he says, the latter is greater and he's resurrecting your life. That which you thought was gone, destroyed, forgotten, will be resurrected. The Lord is giving new life to you. In this 24-hour period, new life is coming to you. The Lord wants to reveal to you in the midst of your graveyard that he is the resurrection and the life. He is the new life for your life. He is the new life for your life. You know the story, the story of Jesus' best friend who died, Lazarus. He was the best friend of Jesus. Mary, Martha, and Lazarus were actually good friends. Jesus would go and relax. You know, if you've ever been in the ministry long enough, if you can go to somebody's house and relax, you know that they're really good friends. And so Lazarus was sick. They asked Jesus to come. He doesn't come. He waits a few days. By the time he gets there, what happens? Lazarus is dead. We know the story. Who's the most upset with Jesus? What's her name? Martha. Because Martha's the one that comes to subtly confront Jesus. She doesn't do it dishonoring, but she is wanting to know 
if you had been here, Jesus, this would not have happened. And she is challenging whether Jesus was at the right place at the right time, which we do when we have disappointments, when we have tragedy. Where were you? This would not have happened, Jesus, if you had been there. So we can understand Martha, right? But the greatest, one of the greatest revelations to a human being comes in that very moment that Martha receives from Jesus. John eleven twenty four says this. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. Right there was the truth that, listen, I am the resurrection and life. Lazarus is dead, but I am the resurrection and life. And the Lord is saying, I am the resurrection and life. You may be feeling, you may, a lot of times we don't want to admit we feel this way. Do you understand what I mean? Like it's not very spiritual for me to feel that Jesus didn't show up. Come on, people. Let's get real. I'm about keeping it real. Come on. Jesus, if you would have showed up, I wouldn't be in this mess. If you would have given me a different parent, I wouldn't be in this mess. Come on. <laughs> oh, we could go, we could go a little further if you want. Come on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. We can say, Lord, if you had done it differently, I wouldn't be in this death situation. And that's where Martha was. But Jesus' response is, I am the resurrection and life. And he is saying to you, you know what? I am the resurrection and life. And I'm going to fill you with my life. I'm going to fill you with life because I have promised you abundant life. And the Lord is saying, I'm going to infuse you with my life. During this 24-hour period, I'm going to infuse you with life. I'm going to bring life to your dreams. I'm going to bring life to your dreams. Come on, some of the things that die in us are dreams. What has died in your life? What has the enemy stolen or destroyed? That the Lord is saying, I'm calling it forth. I'm going to call things forth just like I called forth Lazarus who had died. I'm going to call forth the dream. I'm going to call forth the thing that you believe that the enemy has stolen that's dead and gone will never come back to you. The Lord says, I am life. I'm going to put life in your bones. His words bring life. John eleven forty three says this. When he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. And the dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes and let them go. Right, Bob Saba? Take off the grave clothes. Take off the grave clothes. Take off the grave clothes. Today, tonight, tomorrow, the Lord is saying, it's time for you to take off the grave clothes. I am calling forth. I am calling forth. You have been in a season of death, and the Lord is saying it is time now for life to come forth. Lazarus, come forth. Dreams in your life come forth. Expectations in your life come forth. Relationships in your life come forth. Anointing come forth. Prosperity come forth. It's time for Things to come forth, abundance come forth, healing come forth, fruitfulness come forth. For I am the resurrection and life. I am. And I am here. 
And you say to the Lord, but Lord, before you have not done this. You have not done this before. And the Lord says, but the latter will be greater. Say, but Lord, you haven't done this in my life before. And the Lord says, but the latter, but the present is going to be greater than what you've experienced before. The present is going to be greater than what you experienced before. Because I'm going to show you my glory. Doesn't he say that the present house is going to have his glory? And the Lord says, I'm going to show you my glory. Why did he bring Lazarus forth? For his glory. And he's going to bring those things that have died that you grieved over. That he's going to say, it's time. For them to come forth. Because he is the way maker. He is the miracle worker. He is the healer. He is the able one. He is the breakthrough king. He is able. He is able. He is able. Nothing is too hard for him. And he is calling you forth. He's calling your dreams forth. And he's putting life into your bones. Some of you feel exhausted. Some of you feel like you are barely making it. And the Lord is going to breathe life into your bones. When he speaks to us, when the Lord speaks to us, he uses his breath. And that breath is life. Ruach. Life. So tonight the Lord says, I'm putting a shout in your bones. I'm putting fire in your bones. And I'm putting life in your bones. And I'm going to put power in your bones. See, Jesus has kept his promise to us. He sent his Holy Spirit. Acts 1.8 says this, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And if you have received the Holy Spirit and salvation, you have the Holy Spirit in you. You received the Holy Spirit. But I'm going to tell you, for some of you, he's got a lot more. You know what? I said that wrong. For all of us, he has a lot more. For all of us, he has a lot more. You see, because Scripture tells us in Romans, for the same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us. And we need to have that power unlocked in us in greater measure. And there is more. Many of you in this room, you walk in power. You're here because you walk in power, but you want more. And the Lord is saying, I have more power for you. I have more dunamis for you. You see, when we receive the Holy Spirit and we were baptized in the Holy Spirit, it's not a one-time deal. Okay, this is important for some. I've met a lot of people that say, oh, yeah, I got baptized in the Holy Spirit once. But the, the truth is this. If you read the book of Acts, they got baptized again and again and again and again. You see, they went through difficult times. They went through persecution. They went through trials. They went through struggles. And you know what the answer for those things were? To be baptized. To be baptized again. Look at Acts 4.31. They had just been through a very t big time of persecution. Acts 4.31 says, and after they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken. 
And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. They were all filled. See, these, these believers had already been filled before. But they needed to be filled again. Because they had been through trial and tribulation. And the fact is this. It's not a one-time deal. We got to be refilled again and again. Once is not enough. We need a fresh outpouring. We need a fresh outpouring that gives us power to go on. We need to move forward. We don't need to get stuck. Some of us get stuck. We got stuck in, we, oh, you know what? Well, God used me way back in 19. Well, it's 19. That means it was long. Maybe, okay, 2004. Okay, 2004. See, you need the power for today. You cannot live on yesterday's power. You need God's power for today. Some have a belief system that once is enough or been there, done that. And the truth is this. God has more for you today. You need the fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit's power on your life today. Just like the air you breathe. You cannot breathe yesterday's air. You have to breathe today's air. And you need to be receiving the breath of God, the power of God into your life every day. You, don't, you just don't need one encounter. Leaders in this room, you don't just need one encounter, one in feeling, one repentance. We need to be fresh fresh more more change i'm speaking to the leaders in this room i'm speaking to the people who prophesy over other people in this room we need a fresh outpouring we need a fresh outpouring we need it i need it going to the next level saying more of you god when i read the word of god when I read the book of Acts, I want that same life because it's not a fairy tale. It isn't a story that was just written for one time in space, but it was a message to us. The baton has been handed to us. What are we doing with that baton as we hand it to the next generation? We better have a fresh outpouring. We better have power in our bones. The world is hungry. The world is hungry for answers. And they will drink from a sewer because they're so thirsty. And they're drinking from a sewer. Because that's all the world has to offer. But we have the fresh waters of the Holy Spirit we have the life-giving waters of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said that to us in John 7, verse 37, that out of your belly shall flow a river of God, which is the Holy Spirit. And the Lord is saying that's why you need a fresh outpouring. You can't be in a stale pond. You need to be a river, a river. So we say, touch me again. Fill me again. I humble myself, Lord. I humble myself. You know, I've been in the ministry all my life. I was brought up as a pastor's kid. My sister right here, she also. We were, we were in the pastoral mission when pastors were really poor. I mean, that was, anyway, all our lives. But you know what I noticed what happened with many leaders is that they stopped 
having fresh encounters. They stopped going to the altar. They stopped going to the altar. They didn't want to go to the altar in front of their people. They stopped. And you know what? We, we can't get the mentality that we, you know, we stop humbling ourselves. We stop surrendering ourselves. We stop drinking from the fountain. We stop being broken before the Lord. See, the Lord doesn't want some nice, clean package. That's why he, the alabaster jar was broken. Because he doesn't need a nice, clean package. He wants brokenness so that what's in you can be poured out. The oil in you, the perfume in you can be poured out. And the Lord wants to fill you. He wants to fill you until you're overflowing. One word that came forth, it came forth on Sunday to me, was the word overflowing. Word came during our prayer time, overflowing. The Lord wants us to be overflowing. Some of us walk full, but we don't walk overflowing. Come on. Not overflowing, because overflowing is for others. It's when it's touching others. And the Lord is calling forth us to be overflowing. He wants to put in our bones, greater power. Haggai 2.9 says, The glory of this present house will be greater than the glory of the former house. He wants his presence to be overflowing. His glory to be overflowing. It's time for us to be overflowing. Worship team, come on up. So what does the Lord want to do for us? This is what he wants to do. He wants to give you what in your bones? What's the first thing? A shout in your bones. What's the second thing he wants to give you? Fire in your bones. What's the third thing he wants to give you? Life in your bones. And what's the fourth thing? Power. That's what the Lord says over this period of time. Stand up. I want you to stand up with me. The Lord, lights come down. We're going to do this. We, you know what I don't do? I don't, I'm not big on, oh, preach. Okay, bye-bye. No, we're going to go for it. We're going to say, if you have said to us, Lord, you want to put these things in our bones, that means that you want us to encounter you. That means you want us to be changed and transformed and hungry for you. And you know what? We're all involved in this. There's no specialists tonight. We're all going to reach for it. We're all going to desire it. Some of us, some of us, one of these things is more prominent need than others. That's fine. That's okay. That's the Lord speaking to you. Some of you goes, you know, I, I need the shout. I need the shout. I need the shout. I need to shout. Some of you have lost your voice. You've lost the voice. It's like the enemy has come and took it. He silenced you. He's come and take your breath. See, the enemy has tried to come and take your breath so that you don't have to shout. Because when you shout, people hear you, don't they? 
When you shout, it shows a level of confidence, doesn't it? And the enemy has tried to hush you up. Just hush. Did you hear me? I, I, that was actually a real good word right there. The, <laughs> the Lord is saying the enemy is trying to hush you up. He's trying to hush you up. Just hush. So you might be, doesn't mean you're not serving the Lord, but you're not walking with a shout. You're not walking with a shout. And the Lord says, I'm going to put a shout in you. I'm going to put a shout in you. See, when the people, the Israelites were going into Jericho, when they had the shout, that meant that they had the victory. When they had the shout, they had the confidence. And the Lord is saying, you know what? I want you to defeat the enemy with confidence. Confidence in me. Some of you in this room are in battles, but you are shying away because the enemy has eroded your confidence. And the Lord is bringing back to you the confidence. Some of you, the Lord has given a shout tonight. He is speaking to you that shout. That shout. That shout. That shout. Enemy, you're going down. You're going down. You're going down. You will not have my children. You're going down. You will not have my health. You're going down. You cannot have my finances. You're going down. You cannot have my marriage. You're going down. It's putting a shout in you. There's a shout that's rising. It's rising. It's rising. It's rising in your bones. Shout. He's giving you the victory. The Lord is putting a fire in you. And you're going to be able to weather any storm. You're going to plow through the storm. When you're weathered with the fire of God, you plow through the storm. You're, you don't see the storm as something that intimidates you. You see the storm as an opportunity for the glory of God. We're going to change the way that we think. The storm is an opportunity for the glory of God to be manifested. And when we have the fire in us, we get up and say, that storm is not going to defeat. That storm is not going to get me off track. That storm shall calm. That storm shall subdue. Fire. Fire, fire, fire. Some of you are looking for it outside of yourself. Somebody, some of you are looking for somebody to light their candle. But the Lord is saying, I'm putting it inside of you. It's already there. Fan it, fan it, fan it in the flame. That fire is in you. Now fan it. What are you allowing the enemy to do to your fire? Some of you, that life, you say, I got to have the life right now. I can't even do the fire yet. I got to have the life. And the Lord says, I've come to breathe on you. 
I've come to breathe on you. I have sent a word to you, and that word is come forth. That word is come forth. That word is come forth. Come forth. Come forth. The dead thing shall live. The dead thing shall live. Some of you in this room, don't hold on to the dead thing. Don't hold on to the dead thing. Don't hold on to the pain. Listen, some of you, you're holding on to the pain. You're holding on to the pain. And the Lord says, don't play tug of war with me. I'm trying to give you life. <laughs> I'm trying to give you life. Don't you play tug of war with me. I'm calling forth life over you. I'm calling forth life over you. I have sent the prophet to breathe life on you. The prophet, the spirit of prophecy is over you, breathing life over you. Okay, now we're going to start worshiping. You know what? We're going to get serious right now with the presence of the Lord. Come on, worship team. We need a fresh outpouring. Unleash a fresh
person next to you right now and you're going to pray for the fire of God to fill them right now. You grab a person next to you. You grab the person next to you right now. I don't care if you know their name. It doesn't matter if you know their name because the fire of God is going to fill you. You're going to feel the fire of God. feel like the fire of God is on my hands right now. I can feel the burning of the Holy Spirit. The fire of God wants to fill you. You're going to go deeper in him. You're going to press. You're going to press in. Press in. Press in. Start praying right now. Start praying. The fire of God. 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 Fire. 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 More. 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 Holy Spirit. More. More. Fire. 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 Come on. Come on. The Lord says I am. The Lord said that he would baptize us in fire. He baptized with the Holy Spirit and fire. It's time. It's time for to be fired up. That whatever you face, whatever storm you face, you have strength. You have strength because of the fire of God. More, 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 more.
and some of you have disease in your body and the Lord says I want to send my Holy Spirit fire to detox your body and we're going to believe by faith we're going to believe who God says Jehovah Rapha Jehovah Rapha healer 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 this is his this is his commitment to us that he is our healer this is his commitment to us and we can we can ask we can ask for the benefit that of his commitment he is the healer right now the fire of God burn 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 the disease burn the addiction burn it out purify 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 receive 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 he's the same yesterday today and forever receive receive what the lord has for you Receive what the Lord has for you.
song, okay? Don't leave us. But you know what? There are those of you that deal with depression. And you know what? I'm going to have you do something. If you're serious about breaking it off, you need to get on the floor. You need to get on the floor. I don't care if you think it's dirty. Just like, just like the prophet told Nahum to go dip in the dirtiest river, Jordan, to get healed. The Lord is saying tonight, you know what? I want them to lay out. If you deal with depression, I want you to lay out. I want you to lay out. You're going to receive the breath of God. You're going to receive. I want you to lay out. Come on. Oh, come on. Come on. Don't you dare walk out of this house with that depression on you. That broken, the Lord's going to break it off. Because, you know, as you're laying down, people are going to come and they're going to breathe life on you. They're going to breathe life on you. I want you laid out. I want you laid out. If you're dealing with depression, if you're dealing with anxiety, I want you laid out. Because depression is the enemy trying to steal, kill, and destroy your desire for life. And the Lord doesn't have that for you. That is not his destiny for you. Because the enemy is defeated, and we're going to breathe life on you today. We're going to breathe life. Now, I want all of you, obviously, that aren't dealing with that, I want you to start coming by these people. And I want you to start breathing life. Breathe life on them. Breathe life on them. Breathe life on them. Come on. Come on. Come on. Shout 
to God with the voice of triumph. Shout out to God with the voice of praise. Shout out to God with the voice of triumph. We lift your name up. We lift your name up. Shout out to God with the voice of triumph. Shout out to God with the voice of praise. Shout out to God with the voice of triumph. We lift your name up. We lift your name up. Shout out to God with the voice of triumph. Some of us have a negative mindset. We have a negative mindset. We have a negative mindset. And the Lord said, I want to break off that negative mindset because that's not life-giving. The Lord says, I want to cause you to have a positive mindset of what I can do, of what I can do. So we're going to break that off. That's part of the death trap. That's what the Lord's saying. That's part of the death trap. I need you to believe me. We're going to break off the negative mindset. Let's raise our hands. Come on. Come on. Some of us are hiding that. We're hiding that. We say, praise the Lord. Hallelujah, sister. But we have a negative mindset that's cloaked in religious lingo. And the Lord is saying, I want you to have a, a mindset of belief in what I can do. Belief in me. Belief in what I can do through you. Belief in what I can do through other people. I'm gonna break off that critical spirit. I'm gonna break off that negative mindset. We're gonna break off the foreboding spirit, expecting bad things to happen. We break that off. We break that off. We stomp on it. We destroy it. We defeat it. We will not welcome it any longer. It is no longer welcome here. It's no longer welcome in your mind. You shall have the mind of Christ. 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 We break it off. We break it off in the name of the Most High God. We break it off. Jesus, in the 
a shout in you. The Lord wants to put a shout in you. The Lord wants to put a shout in you. You're going to leave this place with a shout. You're going to walk right into your victory. We're going to have a shout in us. Come on. Come on. I'm going to shout over our victory. Shout. 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 Woo! Just give him, just give him thanks. Give him thanks. Give him thanks. He's, he's speaking to you. He's speaking to you. He's giving you an assignment. He's filling you with joy. He's getting, he's putting laughter in your belly. He's putting dance in your feet. You will rejoice over your enemy. I have prepared a table before you in the presence of your enemies. I have prepared a table before you in the presence of your enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. 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 Oh, Come on, come on. Woo, Jesus. More, 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 more. More of you, Lord. More, more. Thank you, Jesus. 
and your shout. And there's power when you say yes to Jesus. Are you guys ready? I think we can raise the roof. The presence of God is here. We're just going to give out a shout. That is your shout, your victory cry. You ready? Come on, come on. You in the back, everybody. Ready? One, two, one, two, three, jump, shout. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, we give you thanks, Lord. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank the Lord. We thank you for your presence, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your presence. Lord, you've touched us. Lord, we, we commit, we commit to the transformation that you're doing. We commit to the transformation. We say yes to the work. We say yes to the change. Come on, the change. We say yes to the victory. We say yes to your fire that purifies us. We say yes. And Lord, we receive the work that you're doing in us. We receive it. We don't fight it. We receive it, Lord. So as we leave, Lord, the Holy Spirit doesn't leave us, goes with us. And even tonight, for many of you, the Lord is going to be speaking to you. He's going to get you alone. He's going to speak to you. He's going to whisper some things in your ear. He's going to tell you about your assignment. And what I want you to do, say, here am I. Your servant is listening. Here am I. The Lord is going to speak to you. I want you to write it down. You write down what the Lord speaks to you. Because the point of tonight, the point of the word going forth, the point of the worship going forth is to receive the word that the Lord has spoken. And when we receive it, it's a seed that goes into us and produces a harvest. See, it goes into us and it produces a harvest or change, an effect. So we receive the word, Lord, we receive it. The word will not fall on hardened ground. It will not fall on shallow ground. It will go deep in us and it will be on fruitful ground, fertile ground. And Lord, I just declare that, Father, over all of us in this room. I am changed. I am changed. Tonight I've been changed. Thank you, Lord. I've been changed. I am changed. I am changed. I am changed. I am changed. Come on, I am changed. I am changed, Lord. Changed. I am changed. I am changed. I am changed. Never be the same. I am changed. Never be the same. I'm changed. I'll never be the same. Never be the same. 
as you leave this place, you need to text your friend and say, you know what? You need to be here with me tomorrow. You need, there are people that aren't here that need to be here so that they can say, I am changed. And you know what? If you do that, I'm going to tell you, they can come for free. You just get them here because this is the thing. They need to be here. You got some friends. You have some family. You got some neighbors. You got people that need to say, I am changed. Everything new. release you to go. I'm going to pray and release you. I'd like the worship or the prayer teams for you to be available. If you feel like you need some special prayer before you leave, there will be prayer teams available to you. But I'm going to just pray a prayer over us as we are dismissed. Tomorrow, the service starts at 10 o'clock. God has more for you. He's only just begun. Do you hear me? He's only just begun. There's more. There's more. There's more shout for you. There's more fire for you. There's more life for you. There's more power for you. God has more. 10 o'clock tomorrow. 9 o'clock is breakfast. Everybody's welcome. I'm gonna, we're going to pray together. But if you have a special need... The prayer teams are going to be available to you as I dismiss. So let's bow our heads and let's pray. Isn't the Lord been really good? I mean, hasn't it been? Uh, come on. Isn't the Lord been good? Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Come on. We're not one of those lepers that aren't thankful, right? We're thankful. Come on. We're thankful. Come on. Why don't you all stand up? I'm wearing you out. I know. It's almost bedtime, people. It's almost bedtime. But some of you tonight, the Lord's going to give you dreams and visions tonight. Let's all stand. Let's all stand. We're thankful. Lord, let's give him thanks. Lord, we give you thanks. I'm, a big, I'm big on thankfulness. I am big on thankfulness. Come on. Let's give him thanks. We've received from him. Now let us give him thanks. Thank you, Lord. 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 We give you thanks, Lord. We give you thanks for your generosity to your children. We thank you, Lord, 
for the open heaven. We thank you, Lord, for the blood that covers all. We thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit. That is a gift to us that we function in the power and the authority of the Holy Spirit. We give you thanks, Father, and we love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Just tell them that you love him. Tell them that you love him. Thank you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And Lord, I pray as everyone leaves this place, keep them safe, Father. Lord, I pray that the Holy Spirit would continue to drench them because, Lord, you're speaking. You're continuing to speak to them as they leave this place. May their ears be open to hear. May their eyes be open to see. May their heart be receptive, Father, to what you're speaking to them. In your precious name, amen. God bless you as you go. If you would like prayer, there's prayer teams available to you. God bless you.